0: You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious!
1: Now, we've got a cast of thousands here uh, doing this because... um, uh, I'm a, um, not, not a novice, but I um, have no idea really what I'm talking about, but I know it's a very interesting subject because we've had uh, the man I'm about to introduce, I'm we've had him on the around. show, Street You Cannot Be Serious, several times uh, because, because he is passionate about what has gone on in Come this community, this I'm country, this world.
2: You, uh,
1: uh, well, what was that?
2: It was playing over the top, Sam, it's all good. Bit of background music.
1: Well, you I, idiot. I, sorry about that. Jeez, uh, holy shit. Anyhow, uh, so uh, he's been passionate about what has gone on in the world uh, with the COVID epidemic and pandemic and whatever you like to call it. And uh, he is an ex. North Melbourne footballer. I've actually played against him. He finished playing in 1974. He played 79 games for North Melbourne, but he retired to pursue a medical career and he's passionate about this subject. As I say, I've got several people here who um, are going to ask him questions. His name is Dr Robbie Peterson. Welcome to You Cannot Be Serious... um, I'll call you Robbie, I should call you doctor, uh, or professor, or mister, Um, but it's uh, great to have you here. Now, you have been on about this, and I've got a feeling uh, that um, as much as you have been criticised for your stance about things you're going to speak to us about, you have actually starting to be vindicated by you and a couple of other people prominent people around the world and over in the states about uh, what your uh, suspicions were about the pandemic and the injections and the whole covert saga so if i've misrepresented you in that, uh, by that introduction i apologize but tell us why you're here and what you're on about today
0: look thanks very much sam it's great to be here again and uh Look, the the world with watching these incredibly dramatic events and world changing events over in the Middle East, and it's frightening. And we've all sort of uh, got our fingers crossed. But what's happening now over the last couple of months is actually world changing. So and this
1: was with, with the COVID and the pandemic,
0: with and yep. specifically with the injections. The, the injections. So information's been released over this last period of time. Remember, going back to square one, we were told by the TGA, these things are safe and effective. TGA? Therapeutic Goods Association in Control of Australia. They told us that these were safe and effective. And that was knowing, remember that Pfizer and Moderna Mm -hmm. both said, we are not telling you what's totally in the jabs because of commercial confidentiality. And this TGA group said, oh, that's OK, uh, we've, we've read reports. Yeah, they sure did. They read three months of the Pfizer report, which showed that 1,223 people died. But anyway, they went ahead and said, yeah, no, they're safe for consumption. Well, in actual fact, what's come out over and been publicised over this last six weeks is just mind-blowing. It's, it's really world-changing. And so, that is what? Well, initially they said the vaccines were made for messenger RNA, the messenger RNA is a type of nucleic acid, it's short-lived, it's going to be degraded, it doesn't go anywhere near your, your, your genetic, uh, your gene, genome, the, the thing that makes you who you are, and they said it wasn't a gene therapy. Well, it clearly was, but what we now know... The FDA passed Pfizer and Moderna. They presented a vaccine which they developed using a specific method called the PCR method, which did not have any DNA in it. They now, then now,
1: now, now, Doc, don't. can you just keep it um, so vaguely the people who listen to this, can. I, I know you're across the top of all this, but... Try and not keep it too esoteric. Right. Try and keep it in layman's so I can understand. If I can understand it, I'm the lowest common denominator. Everyone else will.
0: Okay, so the messenger RNA was literally that it was, a, it was a, 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 a nucleic acid which helps make proteins. But the DNA is the nucleic acid which is in your genetic makeup, which you pass on to the next generation, to the next generation. So there was no DNA in it. They then were given permission, and the, the original methodology had no DNA. It was just messenger RNA. After being given the permission, they went out and worldwide, they manufactured these jabs using a different method, which utilised DNA, and labs around the world, independent labs, have discovered in the last, this year, that there was DNA in every Pfizer and Moderna jab.
1: So if I may, Doc, you are saying that Moderna and Pfizer have not quite uh, come clean about what's in their um, uh, uh, injections and what is being injected into people, and as a result of that by getting a free pass from the TGA or whoever, they have made billions and billions of dollars. As $37 res-
2: billion dollars in now the Now, this is... Uh,
1: th- th- yep, th- this is Shane, and we've got Rob... Another Rob over here, Rob. We've only got so many, and this is Sue over here. We only got so many microphones. If you want to have a chat, yeah. any of you, just grab a microphone.
2: So, thirty-seven billion in the first year they made in profit, of which um, Pfizer are well structured from a tax perspective. They're based out in the Netherlands and pay zero tax.
1: So, this is this is a giant money-making concern for um, pharmaceutical, big pharma, or is that? Would you? Both be considered as conspiracy theorists. The facts speak no, for themselves. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. This is. I'm not uh, degrading you. Would the, you'd be both considered conspiracy theorists by the mainstream media, who refuse to publish your findings on these matters, and your collaborators and the people who agree with you are pretty prominent people on the other side of the world. Do you chat to them about what's going on?
0: Yes, and. Uh via YouTube and other outlets, uh, you know which i'll I'll, I'll uh, give the name of for people later on to, to go to. It's there in black and white. and uh, again, the, uh, the the globalists who whoever control the media, they are just blocking all information that which is negative. And
1: why? Because because of the fact that it's, they're going to cut the money's trade. Well, money's no, it, go, it,
0: off. it goes way beyond that. There's a New Zealand parliamentarian recent, her name's Liz Gunn. Now, she in Parliament has said she's called for a criminal investigation into the vaccines and the damage. The whole shebang. She wants a criminal investigation, not a Royal Commission, a criminal investigation where uh, that's how severe it is. And she basically has information which is going to be released uh, in the not-too-distant future of uh, certain figures with regards to vaccination deaths. And she quotes one situation where in one small uh, country unit where 30 people received uh, a jab every one of them was dead within one month.
1: So
0: So this is where we're at. And, uh, you know, the mere fact that Pfizer and Moderna, or specifically Pfizer, submitted a method that was passed and then substituted that method
2: which introduced Mm -hmm. DNA into every jab is fraud. And Sam, you you mentioned the word uh, conspiracy theorist because it's uh, a way of trying to negate and denigrate people who speak out against the system. What's being put forward is not theories, they're actually facts. And the difference between it is... So we we all know how amazingly quickly Pfizer got this to the market. Now, I used to work for AstraZeneca for over a decade and I was involved in the whole clinical process of research and development, clinical trials, etc., the average for a drug is 10 to 15 years to make it to the market. You know, to do it in 12 months means, well, you must have bypassed a few of those steps. Uh, one of the crucial steps they bypassed is the five-year longitudinal safety study. So where's the five years of data? It's coming through now. It's coming through. So, so
1: I presume, are you both vaccine deniers? That's A. And B, is there any statistical evidence that a vaccine COVID jab stop people from getting COVID?
0: In fact, the latest vaccine evidence shows that people that had the vaccines have a 3.9 increased chance of getting COVID. So, in fact, what's happening is it's side effects with regards to Damaging a person's immune system makes them more likely to get any new strains.
1: That's herd immune. Is that no, no, no? no this is this is immune. this is
0: damage to the individual's natural immunity. Has been damaged. The more jabs you have,
1: uh, Rob. Do you want to? We can.
0: You want to speak? You
1: can. Not not quite right. Uh, so, why are you? Why are you? So why are you doing this? Were you well, trying to warn? What are you trying uh, to do? Well, uh, Say that the whole the World Health Organisation and what went on in this state here over the uh, pandemic, uh, it's more t- 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 basically corrupt.
0: It is basically corrupt. What we had is a, 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 in a situation where they, as Shane mentioned, they put the fear into everybody as in specifically you mentioned the World Health Organisation now they uh, which we'll talk about later on but they sent out around the world, they were quoting 3.4% of people were going to die from getting COVID. Now where they plucked that figure on, who has a Nobody knows, but it was a deliberate ploy to terrify everybody. They banned ivermectin. They said it didn't work, and there are over 50 studies that showed that it worked, but the World Health Organization said no. They said that the best thing.
1: I've, I've heard of that. What, ivermectin? Ivermectin. Ivermectin, and yeah. what, is that, a, that was something to do with horses, wasn't it? That's no. what they
0: said. <laughs> they said it's a horse paste. <laughs> yep. uh, but uh, it was shown <laughs> I mean, to clearly. Alter the course of COVID. In fact, it had about a seventy percent efficacy, which means efficiency in treating it. Now, the amazing thing
1: so, is, so that was a threat to the big threat drug to companies' uh, bottom line. Do was you know it? why,
2: Sam? Because no. it costs four cents. For an ivermectin treatment and a hundred dollars for a Pfizer treatment, right? So it was the a threat to s- their bottom line. The strength of their bottom line. The difference is it's been around for 70 years. Ivermectin, 70 years. It's one of the safest medications out there. And you know what the Australian government did? It sent doctors and pharmacists a letter saying you cannot prescribe it, you cannot dispense it, it's affecting our rollout of the the vaccine. That's never been done before. No pharmacist has ever been told they can't dispense a prescribed item. And no doctor, they weren't even allowed to prescribe it off-label, meaning using their discretion uh, to prescribe it because it was affecting. People realised Oh, if I get it, I myself got COVID. In two days, I was good as gold. Took a bit of ivermectin, some vitamin D, a few other little supplements. Two days later, I'm back in the gym training. Not vaccinated, no problem. If if everyone knew that, they wouldn't have gone out and got this experimental drug that Pfizer themselves would not medico-legally back. They said, we're not backing this drug. It hasn't been through the process. The government said, don't worry about it. So I've
1: never had COVID. I... I suppose I've never had COVID. I've been, never been tested. I've had. Do you think there's a lot of people who have never had COVID? They might have had COVID, but it's nothing more than a advanced cold or a. Gantt. Absolutely. I and mean, that's. I mean, what, what? fudged the figures to. Well, I look, don't know you Well, know, um, Look,
0: as I said, the World Health Organization put the fear of God up everybody by saying, three point four percent. You know, th- yeah, one in thirty. Australians were going to, world around the world, were going to die. Now, that was a fabricated figure. And now that we know, sitting back, looking at the figures through 2020, the year, it was no greater death than a normal flu virus. And as far as the deaths went in 2020, it was equal to the average of the previous five years. Now, what's happened was that in 2021 and 2022, when these jabs started, there was a dramatic increase worldwide, across the board every age, of deaths beyond... And it was around 20% plus. Now, surprisingly, can you believe this? Our government... A couple of months ago they were asked to investigate this 20 per cent excess deaths in our society and they refused to have an inquiry into it. What's going on with this country? What's going on with this parliament that's supposed to be looking after us? If there was an increase in 20 per cent death from anything, the absolute proper thing to do would be to investigate it. They blocked it. Now the question is why? Um, getting back to the vaccines and why, in these uh, uh, testing uh, labs, they've come up with other components that Pfizer and Moderna refused to tell us about. They, we found out that they had this lipid nanoparticle, which covers all the the, the nucleic acid. It literally takes and delivers the DNA to. The genome to the nucleus. So it helps move the DNA in the jab into your genetic makeup. They also noticed that the DNA was chopped up into tiny little pieces, and the point being, they're called plasmids, the point being, the smaller the piece, the greater the chance it has to penetrate into your genetic makeup. Now, this is where it gets really worrying. Pfizer inserted a thing called SV40, which was a, a part of a monkey virus. Now, the full chain of this monkey virus has been banned for use around the world because it causes cancer. But they took a segment of it and put it in their formula because what does it do? It also promotes the integration of the DNA into our genetic makeup. So they knew all along what they were doing, and yet they told us it was only messenger RNA.
1: So to Shane's point, who says that it takes 15 years and this came on track within a year or whatever, I vaguely, is this possibly why um, in America they gave immunity to uh, the Companies, uh, Pfizer and Invectin, or, uh, and um, Moderna, uh, from legal action from people Same taking in Australia, retru- right around the world, in retribution
0: too. It, right around the world. They did it. Uh, t-
1: so, so p- people listening to this uh, will probably get accused of being irresponsible and uh, putting out. Uh, These are cons- facts. No, These I'm are ju- facts. I'm just saying. <laughs> people, the people on the other side of this. Uh, okay, argument, so I, I'm going to throw right. this in now. What I'm asking you, both of you. What are you trying to warn people? What are you trying to tell people? It's here? not
2: about anti-vax or warn or what people. What are you trying to tell people? What we're trying to do is give people information. People should be allowed to make informed decisions. But you can't make an informed decision. No different to that yes/no vote. An informed decision where, whether okay. you get
1: another vaccine or another injection
2: or not. Well, you shouldn't. Have, well, so no, no, to no, no. get one in the first place would have been nice the, to the, have the, the information. These are
0: experimental gene therapies. Now the government's denied the fact that they were gene therapies and called called. them vaccines, which they're not. But now that there's DNA in it, the very nucleic acid which changes a person's makeup, they are now genetically modified organisms and it's a total different regulatory body and the period of time required to test the safety is exactly like Shane's talking about. You're talking about 5, 10, 15 years because this stuff changes people's genetic makeup. And they knew it, they put it in, and they lied to us. This is frightening. These things now we have worldwide now. We have data points worldwide. We know that there's been an increase in cancer worldwide. We have the American Armed Forces data for 2021 and twenty-two that shows that the cancer increase across the board and all different cancers has increased. We have the Massachusetts Institute that has shown there's been a dramatic increase in cancer death. We have a number of oncologists around the world. One who you can look up is a a guy called Angus Dalgleish and he representing a large number of oncologists, cancer experts, are saying they're seeing an explosion in cancers right across the board. Now, as I said, the, the components, I haven't gone into the full detail, but you know, if you go to worldcouncilforhealth.org forward slash DNA, you can read all the, 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 the nuts and bolts of all this. Um, they've shown that... These experimental jabs are wiping out people's immunity against cancer and infections and autoimmune disease. They, with the evidence we have now, they should immediately be banned.
2: But the thing is, Sam, this if they had have gone through the normal regulatory process and done their due diligence and had the five-year longitudinal safety data, we'd know all this prior to everyone, 98 per cent of the population being jabbed and infected. So the problem is, it comes back to the government didn't do due diligence. As you pointed out, they gave Pfizer free reign. No medico-legal implications for you if there's problems down the track. Off you go. You'd think that we would have learned from history. Do do you remember the thalidomide crisis? Mm. Back in 1962, the FDA, this was initially in America, said this drug is not safe for human consumption, but they went ahead and used it anyway. There was, as you know, all the uh, malformed babies, and mm-hmm. they ended up actually just this year, so thousand nine hundred and sixty two this year, uh, people finally got compensation, <laughs> it was like forty million dollars for one hundred people that were affected, A bit like the asbestos very similar, very similar, but you think we would learn from the mistakes of the past. Uh, can I just
0: sort of add to, to what Shane just said? This is really amazing, well, interesting. So the guy that discovered the side effects of thalidomide, a guy called McBride, he he became world famous because he discovered the the side effects of thalidomide. Well, down the road, have a guess what? He came out of the blue and there was a wonderful uh, nausea drug for pregnant women for morning sickness called Debendox. And it was a worldwide massive seller and it worked and it was fantastic. McBride came out and said he had data that it could cause problems in light of, you know, his history with thalidomide. It turned out there was a massive law court. The, the drug company that had debendox they took it off the market and they proved that McBride was paid by an alternative drug company to absolutely castigate and defame the use of Debendox. So that's the sort of slimy, corrupt, Crap that goes on, and that's a classic example of it.
1: Speaking of um, corrupt and slimy... So are you saying... Are you saying... Uh, this is pretty radical and controversial stuff that you people, you two, are suggesting, but... Not really no, saying... No, it. no, it's got to, to the layman. No. Are you saying that if the who, the World Health Organisation or the government here, said there's a new strain and a pandemic and be careful and we might be back to uh, former years of uh, lockdown and that, to just ignore it. It's uh, not going to be what you think it is. It's just another more, round um, of uh, uh, well, can I, can I,
0: scaring you. Can I fill you in a little bit in the background? Yes. of the, OK, the World Health Organisation, who were they? Well, they were started after the Second World War basically by the United Nations and they were there looking after the sanitation and the food, etc., of countries post-second world war. Well have a guess what's happened. They've mutated since then. There's been a massive mutation. They are no longer alone represented by the countries. Now there's 193 countries in the world with them, but they are now they're 80% funded by private billionaires, uh, Bill Gates being one, big pharma and other private concerns, and they call it a public-private relationship that they have. Now, this public-private relationship, these people who have paid their way into it now have voting rights with regards to their activities. Now, what are their activities? What they've done, they've introduced two legislative pieces around the world that they want the 193 countries to sign up to. And one of them is uh, international health regulations. They've made 307 changes to these so-called inner health regulations. I'll get onto that in a sec. And the other one is a pandemic preparedness uh, prevention and uh, response convention that they want people to sign up to. Now, both of these things are interrelated. What, I'll give you an example, they want to have total control, taking away from each country, they want to have total control of the management, and you're ready for this, of potential emergencies and potential pandemics. Now, what does that mean? In one month's time, six months' time, 18 months' time, what does, what does this potential thing mean? It's outrageous. They will have total control over the whole management. They will have a a situation where they can force people to take medication
1: this is Mr. Tetros, That's on him. behalf of Absolute, he, who's the boss of has got boss. a fairly shaky reputation. Is he a third world doctor? Or, not that there's anything wrong with being a third world doctor. Where did he come from?
0: He came from Ethiopia. and A lot of people, yeah. Ethiopia didn't even vote for India on the World Health Organization, and he was known as a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, involved in killing and murdering yeah, no, people. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is about Tetros. In these international health regulations, they've made a provision where he, off his own bat, can call a a potential emergency or a potential crisis. I mean, this is insane. So what they are, they're wanting to usurp the sovereignty of Australia, world countries. They will have total control over the management. Now, their potential, they will have control over procedures, medical examinations, treatments, and you'll be told that you will have to have this treatment for a given issue. Now, so so
1: he, he so so he has the authority over the membership of the WHO... Uh, are you saying that Correct. If One you've got any government. sense you should withdraw from the who and uh, Absolute,
0: run your own race absolutely now uh the I, I'll, I'll get on to that in a second the uh, uh the, the, they want to introduce the other thing which i mean it's just frightening what's going on in this country but they want to do exactly the same thing they want to have total power over misinformation and disinformation so in other words i'll have control over the narrative, which means that scientists, doctors, you cannot question their scientific methods in any product that they put forward. They have also said, when Shane was talking about 5, 10, 15 years, they've said that these joint public partnerships which involve, hello, big pharma companies, they will have the right to put a product after 100 days Mm -hmm. of testing, 100 days of testing, and then you will be forced to have a treatment where they're saying, oh, it's safe and effective, and you won't be told any of the methodology, any of the side effects, 100 days worth of... I mean, this is frightening what's going on. They'll have the power over naturopathy substances already in England and Canada... Those two countries are removing certain naturopathy uh, products. They'll have the power over everything. They will want people to submit, and if they don't submit to a vaccination or a, a jab, they can forcefully be restrained. This is... What we're looking at here is fearful.
1: It's yes, so so the, the narrative over in the States was that... Uh, if you don't have a jab, you're a risk to society. This is a pandemic caused by the unvaccinated. Of course,
0: that was the PSYOP operation.
1: Pushed by Dr Fauci, who uh, has found out to be a fraud, as it turns out,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in many circles, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely.
2: And if you look at the numbers, like I pulled this up last night on the Therapeutic Goods Administration's own website. And what they're saying, as of the 31st of October... 2023 there was 11,787,000 actual cases of covid in australia of which 11,787,960 11, cases which had an outcome the outcome was 99.8% recovered there was only 0. 0.2 deaths so, this whole country has been turned upside down with number one lockdown country in the world. We've been forced, mandated to take an experimental yep. drug. We're part of the post surveillance study of wonder what these side effects are in people. And
1: those uh, deaths, point two percent. Primarily might have been
2: uh, caused those by underlying health hundred uh, Problems in the first if you, place. If you actually then go a little bit deeper and have a look at the chart that shows the the range or the distribution of age for those that died, most are over 65 with comorbidities. They're probably on the way out anyway. This is
1: natural selection. And what was the justification, uh, particularly in the States again, what was the justification of closing preschools and schools and underage children and having stopping them from, unless they were vaccinated, was there any need for anyone under the age of 12 or 15 or whatever to be vaccinated?
0: Now, now the WHO recommended lockdowns and everything you're talking about. They had the science. The epidemiology science showed that for respiratory viruses, lockdowns don't work. And they knew this. Now, they were advised by the Great Barrington Declaration, which were the world's best epidemiologists as well, that said, this is a grave mistake. You're going to wipe out the economies, you're going to wipe out small business, education, psychological damage to kids, da-da-da, it goes on and on. And they knew this, and yet they recommended lockdowns. So they went against all the science. This is the who. Now, the same mob, and I'm moving on a little bit, with this uh, pandemic treaty, they want the governments of the world to share their genetic engineering capacity. They want governments of the world to set up labs and basically what they're talking about is developing bioweapons, as in new strains, and they want the world's countries to do this and send it back to them. They will send in overseers to look after each country and have a guess what? Each country will have to pay a percentage of their gross national product to them for this privilege of taking over total control. They have said they will have total control of the biosphere. What's that? Plants, animals, and here we go, the environment. And where is that? Well, we're talking about global warming. and It'll be total control, loss of our sovereignty,
2: so Robbie's talking about things at a macro level. This is at a world level. A lot of your listeners, Sam, are interested at a micro level, how it affected us in Melbourne, the, the lockdowns, the mental health issues. Magnify loss, that by 10. Yeah, the loss of business, um, people's now bankrupt. And the, the thing is, did we learn anything from it? Like You posed the question before, what if another wave's coming? Are we going to do the same thing? Have we learnt nothing from this? There's a hundred million dollars of fines for people not wearing bloody masks. So,
1: so this was put out. You've probably seen this. This was put out, and I've read this out before. This was what uh, people like you, uh, um, the uh, uh, and the advocates of what's going on. This is what uh, this was out on that said they lied about the origins of COVID. They lied about death statistics. They lied that there was no treatment. They lied about the ventilators. They lied about hospitals overflowing. They lied about masks. They lied about lockdowns. They lied about preventing family from visiting relatives. They lied about outdoor transmission. They lied about ivervectin. They lied about the safety of vaccines. They lied about to hide the data for 75 years. They lied about the extent of the vaccine injuries. That goes on and on uh, What's that have, from, Sam? That, that is that is a. a I'll send you that. Mm. That that was uh, that was a report that came out from people like you who are pushing back on all this nonsense. Uh, so, so, so if you can you be compelled? Uh, this is probably moving just off the subject. If you there is no there is no um, there is no. Um, Compulsion to wear a mask in Australia at the minute is that? Well, is there? Uh, you, you, yeah. Well, uh, what's? Can you, bro- you be compelled to, wa- to yeah. wear a
0: mask? Well, let's go through this. The who, who everybody, all the governments followed. Initially, the who said the masks don't work. Mm. Then they flipped 180 degrees, and then they said, "Oh no, you've got a." wear masks and they then put that around the world and we were compelled to wear masks. Then, early this year, 2023, they got an organisation who they claim, which I dispute, but they claim are the gurus of independent analysis, the Cochrane Group, and they brought out a report again this year saying masks have little effect any way at all, so that's their current position. So their current position now is masks are neither here nor there. You don't need to wear them. That's their current position. Yet we're seeing in universities in bloody America where they're compelling students to uh, you know wear masks, and yet they're not following these gospel uh, things by the who. It's like, it's just
2: it's mind-boggling. So the point is, Sam, and this, again, shows that they did all this half assed They rushed in. They rushed in with using this particular vaccine, of which they had to change the definition of vaccine to suit the situation. So that become an actual definition change. They stopped ivermectin from being prescribed. And lo and behold, here's the Australian government's therapeutic publication on the 3rd, 3rd of May, 2023... Removal of restriction of ivermectin. They've achieved 98.7% vaccination, so they can take away that hurdle now. They're backflipping. They are admitting all their mistakes, but have they learnt? So you pointed out a very good question: What happens in the next wave? What, what's the approach? Well, look, as
0: I as I mentioned, the uh, the composition of the who is they encouraging this public private partnership. We've got a perfect example where, I don't know, you know, connect the dots. We have the TGA in control of everything in Australia. They're 96% funded by Big Pharma. That sounds to me like public-private partnerships that The Who have infiltrating into our system. I mean, we have to have... Maybe, what the New Zealand uh, parliamentarian Liz Gunn said, maybe we need a criminal investigation. There is no point, as we learnt with Daniel Andrews and the Coates Inquiry, you have an inquiry, it's it's like a a wet lettuce leaf, you can set your parameters and uh, there's no real legal commitment to answer. I mean, as we remember, everybody at the Coates Inquiry had amnesia, I and mean, there was this terrible virus that was going through them all, and that was the end of the inquiry. Maybe we need a criminal investigation into this, but we need to stop it because what has happened has been fully exposed. We've been through the journey, Sam, over two years. It's been fully exposed now, although not via the, the Australian media. That's why I'm here today. Uh, but We need to see that this signing up to the WHO is magnifying failure and we just have to stop it. So if Jacinta Allen and the new
1: public health officer uh, who replaced Brett Sutton, uh, if they decide that uh, there's another pandemic and we're going to go bang with a big stick again, Uh, The only recourse uh, the public has is for civil disobedience, which gets you nowhere because the wallopers come around with the big truncheons and the koshers, and uh, so we...
0: I'll be controversial here. What happens if you have a Palestinian flag? Is that okay? Uh,
1: Well, um, yes, that's an interesting thing. I noticed they were all flying over um, uh, the the, um, Federation Square the other day because they said... They'd booked another function earlier for a reconciliation day about Palestine. This was before the war started, and when the war started, they still had a permit, so they couldn't take them down. (laughs) I thought that was an interesting uh, take on it. (laughs) Uh, Not that I have any skin in the game either way, but uh, what a a farce all that is.
0: Well, this Who signing up to the Who, they're going to allow and force people to have therapies without full disclosure of what's in them, as we've now found out about the jabs and what we've now found out in the last couple of months, frightening, and they are not going to... They can't guarantee whether they're safe or effective because they're only testing them for a bloody 100 days. I mean, this is a nightmare out of, you know, uh, your worst sci-fi movie and we uh, have to stop it.
1: Now, listen. So, you're in here today ostensibly to say or advise what?
2: For well, people to actually make informed decisions. So about here's the...
1: whether you get an injection or not if another pandemic rears its ugly head. Well, here's the
2: irony of... I don't know whether you remember when you went and got your jab. Yes. They were supposed to go, I've got a copy of the consent form here. It says... I confirm I have received and understood the information provided to me on the COVID-19 vaccination. Yep. I agree to receive a course of COVID-19 vaccination and I agree to a booster vaccine. I never got the jab, but I went through the process and I said, oh, look, actually, I don't understand it. Can you explain to me the side effects? Mate, the doctor couldn't explain to me. Yep. I said, if you don't know about it and you're expecting to jab it into me, why would I have it?
1: So we, I had... Two of them, because I was compelled to, because you couldn't get into a restaurant, you couldn't get... Did you sign that form? I I just went and got... I didn't sign anything. You must have. You have to have signed
2: that form, because otherwise it wouldn't come up as on the system that you've been vaccinated without a copy of that All
0: right, so, so, so Sam, for what it's worth, the more messenger RNA jabs, the greater the risk of getting all these issues, including your risk of developing malignancies, cancers, autoimmune disease, cardiovascular, the whole shebang, myocarditis, the more jabs you have, the greater the risk. So what's done is done.
1: You're advising people not to get... Any Never. They've
0: got to be banned. These things, we know that what they're doing, the science is out. They're killing people, they're damaging people, the science is there. And as I said, go to the org slash DNA... Look it up. These need to be stopped. Now, getting back to the WHO and Australia, we're going to be signing up to this in May of next year. Now, with the International Health Regulations, there's 307, and I just gave you a few before. What's happening in Australia? Well, the Australian Government have appointed uh, 16 parliamentarians to investigate the pandemic uh, agreement, and these international health regulations. I spoke to a member of this, they were called Jay Scott, Joint Standing Committee uh, on Treaties, the 16 parliamentarians. I spoke to one two weeks ago. They have not even discussed one of the 306 regulations. He did not have a clue. So it's just
1: window dressing.
0: Totally, and we need to stop this. People need to go to australiaexitsthewho.com and read all the information like on throwing
1: this. cream puffs at the town. No, it's oh, not.
0: No. no, it's not. <laughs> what has to happen is this. People need to make their own mind up. I feel myself, once I read this, like the referendum we just had, if people are made aware of what's going on, I'm relying on that Australian deep characteristic to come out. But like what happened with the one-page Uluru statement versus the 28 other bloody pages, this information is being withheld from all Australians. And what we're looking at here is if we sign up to the WHO, the 100,000 Australians that gave their lives fighting for freedom was all a waste of time. We are signing over here Uh, a loss of sovereignty and democracy with the stroke of a pen, and Australians need to be aware this is what's going on. Our government and the deceit is frightening. Can you believe that we have, in our lifetime, right here and now, a misinformation-disinformation bill in front of us? I mean, this is one step towards a totalitarian society. And as I said, the WHO... That's part of their arrangements as well. They'll have total control of the narrative. All right. We must... People need to go to AustraliaExitsTheWho.com, familiarise themselves. If it stirs you up, you have to notify as many people as you can to likewise go, and then we need to go and attack our representatives... We need to notify every single... No. (laughs) No, no. You know, send submissions, emails, write letters, and we have to bring about a, a parliamentary inquiry, not using this bloody... Pathetic sixteen man right. Jay Scott committee.
1: Now Shane, this is it. This is the last uh, that we've. I'm not sure how far we can yep. keep doing this. So we're not going to keep doing this. I, I love
2: Robbie's passion, but unfortunately, he's the minority. The other 98 percent of the sheep in the population just follow suit. Now,
1: well, this is my point. Yeah, what, what, what's like throwing cream?
2: That, and it is a valid point, but Sam. But all, this, what
1: can you do about what it? What, what you
0: can do is have a podcast. Is, what, what I'm trying to say is what we have here is going back to the Second World War, we have the Japanese about to do a land invasion into Australia. That's where we're at. They, you know, we are at a total takeover of our country and people need to be made aware and this is This is this serious.
1: I had the police arrive in my foyer, very nice policemen they were too, but sent when I suggested if ever you were going to have a demonstration and march up to Parliament House, it would be about not being allowed to go outside during the pandemic, and I was asked, was I actually starting a march or starting a uh, campaign of civil disobedience? I said, no. I said, if ever you were going to. If. Uh, that's how uh, excited uh, the government got over people yeah. uh, backing away from what they suggested. So,
0: Look, again, what the position you were being put in this is a threat Intimidation. Against, against freedom. <laughs> it is. And, 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 and they used bullshit. They used fear and unsupported scientific facts about the spread. And
2: then they used the police as the strong arm of that. And, and just recently in New South Wales, in the Supreme Court, um, all those $30 million of COVID fines for New South Wales were thrown out. Being because waived. It, because the laws were vague and un, and assumed to have been rushed under legislation, like the whole COVID process lockdowns. All right, fine. I'm discontinuing this now. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, this has uh, been another very interesting and uh, revealing chat. Um, there'll be plenty of people who push back on this, but uh, there'll be plenty of acolytes and plenty of people who will agree wholeheartedly with you and. Um, we only just uh, have these chats for people to make their own mind up. That's, that's called it. free speech. Free Absolutely. speech. And, and uh, that's what
0: they want to remove. So
2: but free speech also requires people to have information. And this is, as I said, 98% of sheeps, but step mm. in the right direction is to provide the information, yeah. get yourself healthy, have a strong immune system, and then let nature take its course. Natural Rob selection. over here
1: has been scribbling notes uh, furiously <laughs> to uh, Dr Robbie and Shane and uh, Sue who was uh, absolutely conspicuous by the fact she said nothing (laughs) uh, uh, but just uh, gives me support if I just uh, step away from the uh, required path Uh, thank you very much for coming in uh, to all of you on You Cannot Be Serious Um, we appreciate it